to the Closet Chronicles podcast. I am the founder and CEO of Love E Fashion and Style by Love E. And this podcast is all about sharing the fashion journey. I talk with other fashion professionals. They tell us how they got started. They give you feedback and advice. So if you're just starting your business or trying to grow and scale your business, this podcast is for you to hear other fashion entrepreneurs' journey and stories and hope you get inspired as well as learn from them. And so today we have a special guest. She makes amazing wedding gowns, bridal gowns, and I'm sure all the other things that she's going to share with us. We have Kimberly Garrett, and she is going to share all about her business. Welcome, Kimberly. How are you? I am super fantastic. How are you? I am good, you know, busy, busy, but good, good. (laughs) So I want to get started with, of course, telling us about your line. Tell us the name of your line, where you're located. And then, of course, how did you even get started? Okay. Well, um, the name of my line is Eileen Kim Couture. Mm -hmm. Um, I've actually been working in the garment industry since the 80s. Oh, wow. You don't even look old enough to be working since the 80s. (laughs) Very much so. Um, I came, I I, um, formally um, had my interest, um, was initially in art. Mm-hmm. Um and so I spent like art like um designing and, and drawing fine, no in fine art fine and art oh nice I I was a um becoming a an accomplished um portrait artist okay and of course because of the time frame um that I was entering into um college. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime you're going to um, try to venture out and decide what your path should be, you know, you're going to get people who make recommendations and suggestions. And so for me, the suggestion was, well, you need to pick a more um, commercial means of expressing your art because most fine artists are, you know, they starve. Yes. <laughs> they don't have they don't have a way of taking care of themselves, especially so back how- then. Especially then, so because now I find artists have really figured out how to monetize their gifts and talents. Most definitely, and um, you know, during that time frame, we didn't have social media. Exactly, um, we didn't have the information highway, so you literally had to your forms of marketing and um, presenting yourself was completely different environment than what it is now. Yeah, so that's how I wound up um, in the design industry. And so um, because I have always been plus size, mm-hmm. I also had other challenges that I was facing um, because at that time frame as well, you know, you were shunned for being oversized 12. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and the consensus was you need, you just need to lose weight. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, um, I, you know, wanted to, to do certain things um, f- in fashion and so I started sewing. Yes. Okay. I started sewing um, when I was about 15. Okay. And so those. Who taught people, you to sew? I, I Actually, I, I was self-taught. Oh, wow. Awesome. You know, sometimes it'd be like, time. you know, my grandma, my mama. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know, they, my mother and my grandmother both had um, the, the expertise, but mm. because a lot of times they're busy and they're doing yes. things. Yeah. You know, if you need guidance, you yeah. know, to get information. So um, for the most part, um, I just began to pick up 
patterns and started reading the guide. She yes, you know, starting to get an understanding of fabric and what fabric does, and you know, the whole um gambit that ties into um what happens when you are working with garments. Yes, and so I um started going to Ebony Fashion Fair every year. Oh, okay. I had that a podcast with one of their models a while mm-hmm. ago. There was an e- that was a major event, and I'm um, originally from Winston Salem, North Carolina, and so you, okay. you know, fashion is not a huge industry there. Yes. Um, and so, but because that was something that was within my reach, yes, um, I found myself having to figure out. Okay, so I can't go into a department store and pick something really cute to where I was, you know, young, I was 17, you know, you don't want to look like someone that's 30. Exactly. So I found myself, um, you know, styling things for myself and catering them to match my height. I'm six foot tall. I could never find um, suit jackets that were long enough to match my sleeves and my pants. The inseams were always shorter. So there were things that I was doing to adapt to make myself fashionable, yeah, kind of help put me on the path. Got it, got and it, makes sense for sure. And so, um, as I, you know, continue the journey, um, I actually was honored by the University of North Carolina um, for art. So I won um, three awards, um, becoming a senior in high school for outstanding art. So. You know, that gives you just a little background of um, my um, history as far as being creative and how um, fashion and art begin to fuse itself. Exactly. Exactly. You know, okay. mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. Now, what made you decide, okay, I'm going to go ahead and start my business and it's going to be bridal prom, you know, formal, almost couture and gowns mm-hmm. versus like, you know, just ready to wear. Well, you know, um, as a entrepreneur, when you're looking at um, being able to take care of yourself, mm-hmm. you're trying to tie your money, your time with how much money you can earn hourly. Yeah. And so depending on the type of market that you are um, exposing yourself to, a lot of times people are comparing what they can get out of a department store versus what you're able to do. So that was the reason why I kind of um, steered away from ready to wear because Mm -hmm. I couldn't match the price points. Ah, okay. I get it. You know, a manufacturer, what they do is they specialize in making that time maximized by the number of people that's working on a garment. Yeah, so they have one person that does zippers. They have yeah. one person that cuts. They have one person that does inseams. They have one person that does buttons. And so when you begin to do that, you can make, um, let's say, a pair of jeans for, I would say, back in the 80s for like $13. Yeah. Well, I can't make a living off of that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it became, it posed a major challenge. It's okay for me to do that for myself. Yeah. Or, you know, or a special client, but to consider trying to do that for myself without going into manufacturing, um, there was no way I could, I could yeah. make a, a suitable living. Yeah. And so that's how, how I wound up um, doing After Five and Bridal Wear. Okay. Because I could customize the garments. Yeah. 
And, and everybody um, knows I, those pieces cost more money anyway. Right, right. It, it wasn't the same challenge. Yeah. So that's 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 what happened. Awesome. awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, how long have you had your business? And, you know, what is going on with it currently as far as, like, it's a new year? What do you have lined up for this year? How many times do you have collections? I just want to hear all the things about the business because the gowns are beautiful. Oh, well, thank you. Um, Well, as far as things that are coming up, you know, um, transitionally, when you are an artist, you're always struggling with doing what's popular mm-hmm. versus doing what's authentic. Yes. And so I am really um, creatively trying to move back into an area where I um, don't look at the trends. Yes. But I really begin to um, move to do things more organically from who I am as yes. a creative. As a creative. Okay. So, like, you know, for example, you know, if you know anyone that is an artist, a lot of times our view, our lens is different than someone else's. Yeah. And I, um, I'm going to be very intentional about the garments that are coming out for um, 2023, 2024 um, to um, focus more on that aspect. You know, versus doing what everybody else is doing. You know, yeah. what's popular. Yes. Um, I Because I'm really trying to um, get back to the day when you had traditional um, design houses. Yes. I, I was trained by um, an assistant designer for Gifonshi. Yes. Um, some years ago, um, as well as a gentleman by the name of Leon Asner, who used to make suits for Harry Truman. Okay. Okay. So I've I've had a really interesting background yes. in um, garment construction. Yes. I'm on both sides. Yes. And so I just would like to um at this time frame, I want to get back to um being more organic and lending more to myself versus, you know, kind of looking at what's popular and doing yeah. what everyone else is doing. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. How often do you come out with a collection? Um, right now, I'm I'm working about two. I, I do um, fall and spring. Okay. But um, going forward, I would like to get to the place where I can add cruise wear because I do, I I really do everything. Mm-hmm. I do swimwear. Mm-hmm. I do fur. I do handbags. All of those things are coming. Okay. Probably in about uh, a two year um time frame. Okay. Now, do you do all the manufacturing yourself, like making everything, or you have a small manufacturing team or you well I have I have a team right now that I do um, manufacturing through um, but because I have the ability um, to do that myself and I've you know over the years I've made really good friendships with people that I can assemble teams for just depending on what the projects are Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I source everything in the States and then sometimes I source it overseas. It just, you know, depends on, um, and then the volume that I'm looking for. And so when I launched Eileen Kim Couture, which has been about two years ago, um, I found that it would be most, um, feasible for me to do that overseas because of the reproduction aspects. 
Yes. Yes. Okay. If, if you're doing, um, if you're customizing items, that's a little different. But you know, my ultimate goal I've started this year, um, selling products to other bridal shops. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So wholesaling. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. I love that. I love that. What inspires you as far as your collections are? What helps you? Is it traveling? Is it nature? Like what inspires you to make the pieces that you make and come up with the designs that you come up with? Um, I I have to be honest. Um, I am definitely a woman of faith. Love that. And I feel like the creator has given me um, what they call the blueprinters anointing. Okay. And so um, when I approach things, I think about how um, when Adam and Eve failed mm-hmm. and God decided to cover them. Yes. And so that's, that's always, you know, in my mind is that how can I do my best to cover us as individuals that we can still present our best foot forward because everybody has challenges. Yes. Everybody has issues. Everybody has shortcomings. Um, But to be able to recover, you have to be able to present yourself in a certain light. Yes. And so when I think about garments and clothing and how the body is structured, I, I like to approach it from that aspect. Yes. Ultimately, I get that. I get that. Now, as far as how the business side is ran, because we have people who listen that are either starting their business or trying to Mm -hmm. grow their business. Mm -hmm. And there's so many creatives Mm -hmm. that are talented or have the creative part, but they don't know how to run the business, which is, of course, what keeps you in business so that you can actually stay being creative. There's a case Mm -hmm. for me, too. So Mm -hmm. what would advice would you give to anybody wanting to get into the bridal or gown or like you said, more formal wear as far as the business, um, you know, like three tips that you would give them or three books, three podcasts, three movies uh, to learn from. What would you suggest? Well, um, first of all, I think that I would recommend self-reflection because you need to know who you are to yes. know how to um, expand or to go forward. Yes. Um, if you are a person that's able to, uh, if, if your brain moves from left hemisphere to right hemisphere successfully, mm-hmm. then you may be able to carry the hat of the business side as well as the creative side. But if you have one side that's more domineering, you may want to consider a partnership. Okay. Or having consultants that is able to um, handle that portion of things for you mm-hmm. while you first focus on on the creative side where you know i would say a lot of times it's knowing on where you are most resourceful yes i love that Um, and then um i also um say don't be rigid be nimble be um open to change you know modernization um and then also to keep your ear to the ground yeah listen to your clients yes listen to what they're asking for listen to what their needs for because at the end of the day what you're doing is you're supplying um a need yes 
there's a problem that needs a resolution. And if you listen to them properly, you'll be able to do that. Um, I have served clients that um, had breast, that needed breast built in gowns. Yes. I have served clients that, um, you know, were in wheelchairs. So you have all of those things that are available for you to still be able to um, care for your clients so that they feel as special as someone that has both breasts or that yes. they feel as special as someone who have, um, who's able to walk. Yes. So you want to give them um, the same self-worth and that boost of confidence so that whatever event that they arrive in, you know, it speaks volumes of who they are as people. Exactly. Totally agree. Totally agree. Now, as far as how you explained about running the business, what mm -hmm. side are you? Are you more creative or the business or a combination of both? And um, how do you, um, you know, be for, able to run your business? Do you for, have the help? For some, for a, a period of time, I do happen to be as administrative as creative. Love so, that. yeah, I know. And it's crazy because I've been tested. I don't know how many times. And so when it comes to numbers and books and compliance and protocol, um, I happen to be um, very much the same yes. as I am creative. So that's worked um, to a certain extent well for me, but now I'm actually going to be branching out and I have um, a partner that's coming in that's going to be opening other doors so that I can and spend more time um, developing the collections and they're going to work on um, actually us getting a um, storefront because like right now I work out of a studio okay um, so we'll have a storefront and a, um, a different place to do presentations versus um, doing it at the apparel mart which is not a permanent home it's temporary yes okay well good congrats to you thank you thank you very much Awesome. Thank you again for taking time to chat with me. We're about to wrap up. Yay. I enjoyed learning about your story. Uh, and again, your gowns are beautiful. Uh, of course, let the people know where they can find you as far as like your website or social media or if they are looking for, um, you know, wedding gowns or um, okay. prom season and galas. I mean, we live in Atlanta, so yeah. it's always an event yeah. to go to, okay? Most, <laughs> most certainly. So you can... Um find me on my website which is eileenkimcouture.com as well as instagram which would be under eileen kim as well and um the biggest part of that is that you know both of those um social media platforms interface so i'm i'm looking forward to um all the great things that is coming for the 2023 um year Awesome. Awesome. So am I. I'm looking forward to seeing all the great things that you accomplished. Um, us collabing again on something Yay. in the future for sure. Yes, um, really enjoyed meeting you and working with you. And thank you again for taking time to chat with me. I'll definitely tag you when we post this interview. And um, are there any final thoughts that you want to leave the audience with? I would like to say that just because your yesterday may have been no does not mean your today is no all right don't like be afraid don't be afraid to start over and try yeah. again 
Yes, I love that. I love that. Thank you so much. That was encouraging because, you know, of course, as an entrepreneur, there are definitely ups and downs, ups yes, and flows. It's like a roller coaster mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so you got to be able to deal with uh, the lows as well as the highs right. and not let it get to you uh, to the point where you just want to give up or uh, throw in the towel or whatever. So mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. what you got to do. I definitely appreciate you taking the time to chat with me. Um, like I said, I will tag you and post when we share this interview. And again, I look forward to working with you in 2023. Yes. Um, blessings to your business and all of the things that you're looking forward to accomplishing. I am excited. And you are a rock star. Thank I you. The great things that you are doing. Thank you. I appreciate it. Have a great rest of your day and chat okay. soon. All right. You too. Thanks. Bye. Hi. Thank you for listening and tuning in to Closet Chronicles. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you are interested in learning how to turn your own passions and creativities into profits and monetize your gifts and talents, I would love to help you. I have a business of style class that you can take in person if you're in Atlanta or virtually anywhere in the world. If you'd like more information, click the link at the end of each episode. and You can find out information how to chat with me to learn how to grow and scale your business and not just let it be a hobby, but be able to actually build a thriving, sustainable business to support you and your family and your lifestyle doing what you love. I hope to chat with y'all soon. Take care. Bye-bye.